It's time to talk about Las Vegas with Ira. Each week, Ira David Sternberg talks with the celebrities, entertainers, writers, and personalities who make Las Vegas the most exciting city in the world. And now, here's Ira. Got a felt tip and some paper? Feeling like being a caricature artist in Las Vegas? Go for it. But keep in mind the stiff competition, especially from my guest, Neil Portnoy. He's been busy the last several years creating art for locals and visitors, movers and shakers, and major and minor celebrities. For everything about Neil Portnoy, go to portnoygallery.com, and you can follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And Neil, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. How'd you get started in the world of caricature, and how did you end up in Las Vegas? Because you, as I said in the opening, you've been here several years, five, I five think to years, be exact. Correct, yeah. How did you end up moving to Las Vegas, and how did you end up becoming this very singular characterist? I'm going to use that term, caricature artist, but you're much more than that. But how did you get started? Um, well, I started when I was five years old drawing, and uh, I had a very good baseball career. I was a baseball player. Like many athletes, I tore my knee up uh, in a game, became a statistic, got into college coaching. I coached, I was a pitching coach for three different divisions on the East Coast for 14 years. So I'm really a jock who happens to be able to draw. <laughs> I mean, I really, I have no formal training. I started out doing pen and ink illustration work, worked at the Worcester Telegram and Gazette, um, moved up the ladder, got into the felt tip markers um, from a associate at the newspaper, Alan Little, got me into working with markers. Now, and were I, you inhaling the markers at that point? Well, you smell those for 10 minutes, you'll be yeah. just like me. Yeah, um, I thought so. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's a very unique, unlike oils, acrylics, and watercolors where you can mix colors, markers are stain. So when you put it down, it's down. You can't change it. Marker illustration work is all about layers. You put the gray tones down. You put your flesh tones down. You put you can mix layers, but you can't change colors. 48 years now of doing this. Um, we lived, I lived my whole life on the East Coast in central Massachusetts. And I had a dream. A dream was to uh, be the illustrator for the stars. The market got oversaturated in, in New England. You know, people during the 2008 Depression, I call it a depression, um, people who really didn't do caricature work were like, you know, I got to make money. I can do that. And they were undercutting, 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 where you couldn't make a living at it anymore. Um, of course, people see the caricatures. They love the caricatures. But I'm an illustrator. I do renderings from photographic reference. They could be building renderings. They could be pet renderings. They could be covers from magazines, newspapers. You know, I was here at the Review Journal for 16 months when we moved here, published 197 times in the newspaper before, in my opinion, they made the worst decision they've ever made. They eliminated my position. <laughs> yes, I can see why that would typical, be. <laughs> typical, typical. But, uh, I, you know, we, we looked at Arizona when we decided to move. We looked at um, North and South Carolina. Uh, we looked at um, New Mexico. And then one day I'm sitting there with my wife, and I said, you know what, book a flight to Vegas. And she looked at me like, where the hell did that come from? I said, well, it's the entertainment capital of the world. What do I do? It's exactly what I do. Um, so we came out here, didn't know anybody. I knew one classmate that 
from high school that has been living here 30 years, and we started networking. This town, unlike a lot of towns, it's all about networking. You know, we mentioned earlier off camera, 2.3 million people in this city, yet it's a small town. Very small. Very small town. So we started meeting some of the business people. We're both entertainment geeks. We love the entertainment community. And then I'm at a networking event one day, and uh, Mystic Mona, very famous, stood up in the meeting and goes, you know what? You're nobody in Vegas unless you've been Portnoyed. And I went, I kind of like that. And we started the Portnoyed Wall of Honor here at the gallery, illustrating some of the, and it just caught fire. And now, you know, all the TV interviews, the radio interviews, we've kind of been termed, you become a verb. Have you been portnoyed? And it's the tip of the iceberg to what I what I do. It could have been worse. It could have been you. You have just been kneeled. Well, you yeah. Well, there's a story with that as well, <laughs> way back when. But you know, it, it, as crazy as it sounds, you know, I reached out to the Raiders before the Raiders ever came here, and I did an illustration called Raiders Through the Years. Well, that illustration was high resolution scanned blown up. It's the largest work of art in a Legion Stadium. It's 28 by 40 feet. That's a lot. It's huge. And you know what? I've left my mark. And it's only the beginning. We have a lot of plans in the future. And it is interesting because I've been here a long time and I haven't seen that many people make a mark that soon. In other words, you've been here five years and even though it's a relatively small community, to know the people that are here, still... You're, as you said, you're a verb already. already. I'm still a noun. And I've been in here since 1978. <laughs> so, okay. But, and you also said something else. You said that you do renderings. How does that differ from what I reference as a caricature? Well, there's, there's different styles of rendering. I do what I call a portrait caricature. It's a portrait face cartoon body done from a photograph. It's done on the illustration. The illustration is done on the drawing board. It's not a lot. I don't do it live. I do the live caricatures, but when I do live caricatures for trade shows, sales meetings, corporate events, I'm an entertainer. I happen to be able to draw. And people go, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I'm literally Don Rickles with a pen. You do not want to sit across from me because my job, listen, can I draw? Absolutely. My job's to entertain and keep people at the trade show booth. And I do that with comic relief. I do that with a little bit of magic. And oh, by the way, in five minutes, I do a full color cartoon. Let's get back to the illustration side. So the caricature is one form of illustration. I also, as you can see behind me, behind us, that's not caricature. That's portrait illustration. That's taking an actual photo and rendering the photo. And I have to put this out there because a lot of people, when they look at the artwork, the only medium I work in is magic markers. These are all done with felt tip markers. It's amazing. And for our listeners who are listening to this as opposed to watching it, sure. they just go to the website, uh, either portnoidgallery.com. Or portnoid.vegas, P-O-R-T-N-O-Y-E-D.vegas. They can see what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. You'll see on the portnoid.vegas site all of the caricature work, all the merchandising of, of reprodu- We've taken all these entertainer drawings and reproduced them on ornaments, ceramic ornaments, and coffee mugs. And we give back from the gallery during the pandemic. It worked out real well for everyone. 50% of the net proceeds of any mug sold go directly to that entertainer whose image is on that mug. 
So it gives them an opportunity to make money when they weren't gigging. So because of your success, unlike the other Portnoy, you have no complaint. I have no complaints, no. Okay. And, you know, people always say to me, you're related to Mike Portnoy, who was, you know, the drummer, <laughs> or David Portnoy, who is El Presidente for uh, Barstool Sports. And I go, no, they're related to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> turn, turn it right around. I like the way you fuse the two elements. You're a visual artist, and at the same time, you are... Partly Don Rickles. Nobody can be totally Don Rickles because uh, he's a unique talent. Uh, he's been on the show a couple of times, and I, I always treasured that. But you combine the humor with the artistry. Well, it's my personality. I mean, I've yes. got a very unique personality. You know, I, I'm very uh, opinionated. You know, you ask anybody, oh, yeah, he's got an opinion. But I, I'm quick. I'm very quick-witted, so I can keep a conversation going. I'll give you a case in point when I talk about the Rickles thing. I'm at a national trade show drawing, and a woman sits Here in across. Las Vegas. It was actually in Las Vegas, the convention. And a woman sat across me, and I looked at her and I said, now tell me, what the hell color hair would you like me to give you? Because obviously <laughs> you can't make a choice, and the crowd erupted. <laughs> so it's that type of humor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the old Rickles line. What do you do, go to the movies and talk back to the screen? This is my show, Focus. <laughs> It's, it's crazy how it's, it's exploded. Yeah, it, it has. Have you, You've reached a point now, clearly, where I'm sure you're getting calls, emails, or you're bumping into people around town where they say, please portnoy me. All the time. And you have to tell them, maybe, but I can't do it right now because I've got major projects going on. So Correct. you're going to have to wait your line. You're, you're going to have to wait your turn in line. I'll put you on the list. The crazy right. thing is, is, you know, we're in Las Vegas. Somebody asked me once, you know, you're in Sin City. Do you ever think of drawing nudes? And I looked at him and said, yeah, I've got it covered. I'm going to call it Portnoygraphy. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, people will come up to me all the time and go, can you do me? Um, can, can you rephrase that? Yeah, please, please yeah. absolutely, yeah. What's the typical time that it takes you to create one of these Well, the, the Portnoy caricatures they take anywhere from two to four hours. That long? Yeah. Oh, they're, okay. they're not the quick sketch. They're right. a finished piece of right, artwork. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones that we talked about behind us. Hours, anywhere from 8 to 30, 40 hours of work. I'm, I'm working on a piece now, of course, for the Tyler Robinson Foundation. Um, their big act that support them, Imagine Dragons, which is a Las Vegas-based band that went international. Um, I'm doing a multi-image working from a number of photographs, 16 by 20 illustration that'll be reproduced, printed a thousand signed and numbered 18 by 24 prints, signed and numbered by me. Now listen, one through 100, you will be able to read Neil Portnoy. After that, I don't know who the hell signs <laughs> Of course. <laughs> but then the band will sign every one of them and market the print for sale on all of their international social media sites. They have an opportunity for the Tyler Robinson Foundation to raise a half a million dollars in print sales. Pretty impressive. And all of the money goes to the kids. How is it that you made such strides in such a short time here in Las Vegas? And what, what I mean by that is there have been other caricaturists, sure. uh, both in the past and currently, yep. that are, are working and doing good stuff, but you seem to have push forward and well, because taking the lead. Why is it, again, back to your personality, your background as a baseball well, it, player? It definitely helps. But again, the caricaturists that you'll see most of them, I'm not going to say all of them, but most of them in Las Vegas are what I call strip caricaturists. 
the big eyes, the big smile doesn't really look like you, but it's a caricature. And if you've driven a Volkswagen your whole life, you don't know what a Mercedes feels like. That all being said, I'm not one that pats myself on the back. What I do is very unique. There are very few people, if any, in the country that work in the medium that I work in that are able to create what I can create. It's, listen, uh, as an ex-baseball player, it's no different when I explain to people ability you're born with. Nobody can be taught ability. You learn technique. You enhance technique with do it, do it again, do it again, do it again. I've been doing this 48 years. So when was it in that 48 years that you realized, okay, here's my specialty and here's where I'm going to make a name? I don't think I found my specialty yet. I do everything. You know, right, but what I'm saying is in terms of what you're known for in Las Vegas, particularly the caricatures, when did you know that that was going to be part of your career? I, I know it's not all that you do. Well, listen, but I you guess know, I used, to, I used to battle all the time and my wife, Dorothy, who runs Portnoy Gallery. I was hoping you'd mention her because I was I going to if you, if you forgot to. No, so. I always, she runs it. All I do is draw. <laughs> Here's an analogy. If you've been a soap opera star your whole life, and all of a sudden you get cast in a motion picture and you win an Oscar. People will look at you and go, hey, aren't you the guy who does soap operas? So even though I do the caricatures and even though I do a lot of different illustration work, you know, in some parts of the country, I'm one of the top sports artists in the country. In other areas, oh, he's the illustrator that does all the stars. Other areas is, oh, he, isn't he the guy that does the caricatures? So where do you single out one specialty? I am a creative. The creative aspect is done in a medium of felt. You just became market. a noun. I am a creative. I'm a creative. Portnoy <laughs> is a verb and creative <clears throat> is a noun. I, I tell people all the time, all the <laughs> entertainers here in Vegas, I'm no different than you. Everything's a gig. I don't have a weekly salary. Whatever comes into the gallery for work that's my gig for the week. So, you know, I'm no different than you. Your creative um, medium is singing, playing an instrument, mine sitting in a drawing board creating artwork. No different. Really no different. When you're creating that artwork, have you come across one that was so challenging? Let's stick with, for now for with the Las yep. Vegas caricatures. Sure. Was there one person that was, for whatever reason, not a writer's block, it's not writing, but an artist's block that you had more trouble with than typically. I don't think so. You know what? I have that unique ability to be able to capture something. You know, when you look at a caricature that I've done and you look at any other caricatures that other people have done, you will know Neil Portnoy did that one. That's his style. It's, it's becomes very personified. There's something, it's the ability, unique thing that I do. I capture a personality. I've done these commissioned caricatures with people and go, how did they know blue was my favorite color? I don't know. It happens. It's part of that, that interesting mystery of creativity where it comes from the subconscious and from sure. the larger world beyond us. Listen, I tell people, if you, if you had my eyes for 10 minutes, you wouldn't believe what I see. It's, it's just an ability. It's, I have no other way to explain. I have no formal training. I was a baseball player. Yeah. I don't have to throw the curve anymore. I can draw it. It's a lot easier. So when you go out and about town with Dorothy yep. and you just meet people sure. socially, sure. does the artist's eye in you immediately All the start? time. Yeah, that's what I thought. We were down at Notoriety last night. Uh, Which is in downtown Las Vegas for right people listening outside of Las Vegas. Yep, corner of uh, Las Vegas Boulevard and Fremont Street, right? 
and we were watching a uh, a band called the Soul Juice Band. Lead singer David Tatlock, very good friends of ours, and I've illustrated, cartooned like four or five of the band members, and it, it's amazing. The guy that was doing the merchandise, I said to the girl next to him, David's wife, I said, "You got a piece of paper." Because I don't go anywhere without a Sharpie Parker uh, marker in my pocket. This guy had a, he was a WC. And I'll explain that simply as a walking cartoon. <laughs> and I looked at Is him. Is that a professional term that's well, used? Well, it's, it's, it's a portnoid <laughs> term, right? And I looked at him and I said, uh, just stand there for two minutes. And I think a minute and a half later in black and white, I nailed it. I mean, do I look at people differently than other people? Absolutely. So if you're watching a movie or you're watching a show on the Las Vegas Strip and it's a production show, yep. from your eyes, you're actually seeing what the potential could be for a drawing. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Listen, I, I understand merchandising. Entertainers don't understand merchandising. They understand singing and performing. Right. So That's I, why they have managers, agents, and promoters. Well, and even sometimes they don't get it. <laughs> I mean, we're working now, of course, with the Tyler Robinson Foundation, Imagine Dragons. The executive director, Kim Gratisher, she gets it. You know, she came in immediately and I said to her, look, can we do something with Imagine Dragons? Here's an opportunity. You're looking for fundraising. This I've done it before. She immediately got it. I love when people get it because now the possibilities are endless. I mean, they've never had an opportunity to quickly raise a half a million dollars and not cost them anything. Because other people were paying my fee to create the artwork. Yeah, it's pretty, a win-win. It, it's very unique. Yeah, very, and, you yeah. know, you mentioned earlier, how did you, in, in five years' time, people were blown away with what Dorothy and I have been able to do in five years um, because it just doesn't happen in Vegas. But they're like, how do you know everybody? And I look at them and say, <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Knowing everybody is not important. Everybody knowing me is extremely important. And that's the approach we've taken. We, we, we're very philanthropic. 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 Yeah. We give that back too. to the community. We <laughs> right. give back. Right. We work with children's charities. We work with um, nonprofits. We utilize the gallery for events for people that want to. Because why? It brings people into the gallery. Everyone who comes to Portnoy Gallery at 1537 West Oakey Boulevard here in Vegas, they expect to be here 10, 15 minutes. I'm literally two and a half hours later kicking them out because I got to draw. You cannot see everything. We call it Portnoy Gallery. It's really Portnoy Museum. It's 48 years of what I've done all over the country. Well, it's also a Portnoy trap because once you get in and oh, start yeah. looking around, oh, you're, you're here for you're here for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. makes sense. Do you find that you obviously you live and breathe this? Dorothy, being a part of the business and also part of the marriage. She has to live and breathe it to some extent. Well, she's as well. got the art degree. I have nothing. No, no, I understand that. But I guess what I'm saying is, is that do you ever do either do both of you or either of you take a break from all of it and just tune it out? So she to speak? does. I don't. Okay, and I, you're you're I, comfortable I, not tuning it out, right? Yeah. I, I, listen, that's that's who I am. That you know, I tell people all the time, if you do not have a passion, keyword passion. For what you do, find something else to do. Because otherwise it becomes just work. It's not work for me. I have That's fun. what I'm saying. It's a, it's a challenge. Passion. Right. It's a challenge. Every drawing, someone asked me, what's the best drawing you ever did? 
And I answer it the same way every time, the next one. Okay, I'll ask the reverse. What's the worst drawing you ever did? Um, the first cartoon I did at Dorothy. Because we, we had just started dating and I did a cartoon. It wasn't a very good cartoon. And, and again, when you get to know somebody better, now I can put the personality into the cartoon. Makes sense. Yeah. Maybe. But wait, wait, let's go back to that just a second because this is intriguing. When you first met Dorothy, again, you were seeing her in the concept of a drawing or a caricature. Not with her. So it was different for It her. was different. Yeah, I, I didn't. Listen, it's very, it's very tough, first of all, to draw women. Because in caricature, every line is an expression. You tell a woman, I'm going to give you 12 lines you don't have, not going to work. Also, too, you didn't really want to tell your future wife that you thought of her as a caricature. No. Yeah. That's a very good point in your yeah, part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a way to start off a marriage, let alone a courtship. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So <laughs> from the five years that you've been here, what's the most interesting experience, not drawing, most ex interesting experience you had, whether it's getting a phone call to come to someone's home and do a caricature of them or somebody that you met after a show that wasn't the person that was in the show, but somebody that you always admired. That well, very, like that. you know, here in Las Vegas, a, a very hidden gem is Tuscany Suites, the Piazza Lounge, seven nights a week entertainment. You know, Kelly Clinton Holmes, her Wednesday nights were huge and you know, it goes on and on, read a limb, it just goes on and on. So I'm sitting there one day at one of the tables, and there's an open chair next to me. Now, I'm new to Las Vegas, and I don't really know what's going on. And this tall, gray-haired gentleman walks in the room and says, is that seat open? Um, I said, yeah, you, you can sit there. And we start talking, and he introduces himself, and he goes, hi, I'm Bill Medley. I'm Righteous like, Brothers. Yeah, I'm like... Okay, yeah. that doesn't happen <laughs> in Worcester, Massachusetts. No, in Las right? Vegas it would, though. <laughs> but it happens all the time. You know, I, right. we've been blessed to have connected so quickly to the entertainment community. They have accepted us, and uh, we're part of that. It's crazy that we're now part of the entertainment community. I mean, we go out to events that bands are playing, singers are singing, and we walk in the room, and they'll get on the microphone and go, the Portnoy's are here, and give me a little plug. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> did, did you end up doing a caricature of Bill Medley? I did. I did him and Bucky Hurt. <laughs> right. <laughs> Interesting story with that one. I had uh, become friends with Bucky Hurt, and, and he's on the wall, over, in the Portnoy wall of honor. And Bill was like, well, when is he going to draw me? And... We get to meet Bill and Bucky together, and wonderful people, both of them. And I looked at Bill Medley, and I don't care what I say to who I say it to. And I looked at him, and I said, when you stop posting photographs when you were 50 years old, FYI, you're 80. I'll do, I'll do one for you. And I found a good photo, recent photo, and I finally got it done for me. Well, how did he take that uh, oh, observation? He, listen, he, he's, a, he's a wonderful human being. A, just a, one thing people don't understand and realize, this is what we do for our job. We're no different. We get up every morning and put our pants on the same way everyone else does. We just happen that this is what we do for a living. But we're normal people. And and a lot of the, the celebrities, the entertainers, the performers, love when you treat them not as a groupie, but as a real person and get to know them. 
But how did you come to that realization? Because I, I know that as well, but I don't necessarily mention it to people, but it's the same philosophy that I have, which is to realize that quote unquote celebrities or entertainers are are people, they're yeah, really people, sure. and they have a, a talent or a skill, as everybody does, or most people do. And it's if you just treat them as a human being, as opposed to what their image is, and they'll accept you, they'll accept you more. They'll accept right. you not as as a groupie, but as someone that wants to know about them. You know, it's like Bill and Bucky. So, you know, funny story. I'm coming off the elevator at Notoriety downtown Las Vegas, and Bucky gets off the elevator. And, you know, we were Facebook friends. You know, he knew me, I knew him, and we started talking sports. He's a big Atlanta Falcons fan. And he looks at me and he goes, I said, Bucky, you have no idea what I used to do. And we immediately bonded because we're jocks. Right. It's just ha we happen to do something else for a living. Right. And then you signed a baseball for him. No, I didn't. No, no, I didn't. You know, I, I have my own signed baseball in the, in the studio part of the gallery. Yeah, but it's, it's crazy. In, in the area of sports, who's the most unusual athlete that you've... Ted Williams. See, I didn't have to oh, yeah, yeah. No hesitation, no. How did that um, happen? Well, Major League Baseball commissioned me when Ted Williams finally said, okay, you can throw me a retirement party. They had an event in Boston at the Wang Center called An Evening with Number 9 and Friends. Now, Joe DiMaggio, Reggie Jackson, every celebrity, everybody was there that night. MLB, Major League Baseball commissioned me to do the portrait they presented Ted that night to do the event. Um, having coached college baseball as many years as I did, we used to take the kids' spring break down to Florida that, and get into the Gene Cusick tournament. Teams from all over the country, colleges, would, and we, we'd play, you know, eight to 12 games. Well, the Red Sox happened to be practicing in the city we were in. So I knew Ted. So I would take the kids over. We'd, you know, spend the day at the ballpark. And I get to talk to Ted Williams on two or three different occasions, just getting to know him. And uh, the funny story that goes with that, Louis Tiant, El Tiante, pitched with Cleveland, should be in the Hall of Fame, pitched with the Red Sox, um, came up with a cigar brand called El Tiantes. And I'm a cigar smoker. So I went over and Louis in the golf cart driving around. I says, hey, Louis. How about a cigar? Oh, I get you a cigar, man. I get you. He comes back with a whole, now my kids are there, all my players, right? Like, coach knows Louis. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Louis comes back with a box of cigars. He goes, well, that'll be $165. Now, am I going to say no to Louis? You know, I thought he was just going to bring me yeah, a couple of course. cigars. Of course, yeah. Right. And the, the kids are all busting me, and not Louis charging me money for a cigar. Funny story. Most important question. Sure. Because you said earlier on when we started, that there's so much you want to do and there's so many things that you haven't done yet. Sure. Uh, and this, obviously, you live and breathe the art. Give us a sense of what you want to accomplish beyond what you're doing right now, as you and Dorothy are doing. In other words, what kinds of things are you looking at doing that you want, that you haven't done before that you want to do? Well, keep creating. That's the key word. Um, it keeps you vital, doesn't it, when you're sure. you creative? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I, listen, we're all about putting a smile on somebody's face every single day. Giving back, we, we're, Dorothy and I are both passionate about kids. They're the future. It's all about the kids. We're talking now in, in very early stages with the Raiders organization of taking this Portnoy Wall of Honor, which we have here at the gallery, 
and moving it to Allegiant Stadium with naming rights, the Allegiant Portnoy Wall of Honor. Now, a couple of reasons I believe it's a stupendous idea is that Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, new to the city of Las Vegas, want to get into the community. Mark loves art. Allegiant Stadium has the largest art exhibit in the world in the stadium, curated by uh, Michael Goddard, world-renowned rock star artist of the Olives and all that stuff. But it's a great way for Mark Davis to give, MD as he's known, to give back to Las Vegas, to the entertainment community. Can you picture 300 of the entertainers in Las Vegas? It will essentially become the new Sardis of Las Vegas. You will have people taking pictures in front of that wall for the next 20 years, national media getting involved. And, you know, profit-wise, it's a nice sale, but even more so, it's residual for me in so much as every year you'll have a ceremony with the new inductees, and we will keep adding to the wall. Pretty cool idea. Absolutely. And that's a great way to end it. My guest has been caricature artist Neil Portnoy, who has been very busy the last several years creating art for Las Vegas locals and visitors movers and shakers, and major and minor celebrities. For everything about Neil Portnoy, go to theportnoygallery.com, and you can follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And Neil, thanks for being on the show. Our my pleasure. I love doing the interview. Thanks. See you next time. You've been listening to Talk About Las Vegas with Ira. Each week, Ira David Sternberg talks with the celebrities, entertainers, writers, and personalities who make Las Vegas the most exciting city in the world. Yeah,